And working to support primary industries, including farmers and growers, is a big focus for Fiji scientists. A huge proportion of the country's workers are involved with the agricultural sector, many of them small-scale farmers. But Fiji is still considered a developing nation. Wages are low. And although many producers have immense knowledge of what they're growing, they haven't traditionally been well-supported when it comes to running their farms as a business. Still at Suva's Botanic Gardens, with the screeching bats and flying foxes starting to wake up as the sun sets, I met with a Fijian agribusiness researcher hoping to change that. Hello, I'm Salote, Wangai Ratu, Wangai Nambete. I'm currently a research scientist for an Australian-funded agribusiness research project. That project is the Pacific Agribusiness Research in Development Initiative. It's funded by the Australian Centre for International Agricultural Research, or ACR, and run out of the University of the Sunshine Coast. Salota is currently working with a handful of Fijian growers to help them understand different markets they could sell products into, to find efficiencies in practices to improve profitability, and to explore ways they could enhance or add to the products they currently make. Recently, her focus has been on the honey and kava industries, and on those working with the freshwater fish, tilapia. So I work with farmers particularly to help them strengthen their value chains to improve productivity and profitability. So we work especially with smallholder farmers. Why is this work important for Pacific Island nations like Fiji? We have, as the backbone of our economy, largely tourism, sugar. We also have a very established manufacturing industry. But 70% of our labour in Fiji are made up of those who are involved in agriculture. Yet their economic contribution is low, even though their labour, the the amount of labour that they produce is high. So it's helping farmers, particularly those who own land, those who are unskilled but who have the capability to farm, to improve their source of living. Can you give me a sense of some of the people you've worked with and how you've worked with them? We have worked with kava farmers in Levuka, an island off of Vitilevu, to improve the quality. That was largely around discussions with kava farmers about whether they thought the buying price was fair whether they thought some of the negotiations about transporting cover to Fiji cover was affordable for them, and also discussions from the Fiji cover and what was affordable for them. I suppose there's an element as well, when you're working with, say, cover, which is finding an export market overseas, um, or even honey here in Fiji, which is finding a market in tourist destinations yes. or hotels as yeah. a kind of bespoke Fijian honey. I guess when you have that opportunity to kind of grow in new directions that many farmers wouldn't necessarily be tapped into, that's where someone like yourself could step in as well. Yes, and that's exactly one of the cases we had with the beekeepers. So we worked with Fiji Beekeepers Association, we had met with them. They had highlighted that they wanted to enter the export market. However, at the time, we believed that there was a lot of domestic market opportunities, but also the need for them to break into the tourism market. It's sort of that inform- giving them market information so that they're able to realise what sort of market they want to enter and what requirements are needed. Alongside improving production and supply chains and finding more lucrative markets to sell to, a big part of Salote's work has also been implementing structural changes within Fijian society 
that empower and support more growers, producers and farmers. We, along with PIFON, Pacific Island Farmers Organisation Network, we help to establish the Tilapia Fiji Farmers Association. It's a male-dominated industry. We have a lot of male-dominated farms and uh, male-run farms. Uh, but when we had established the association, the farmers themselves chose a female to be the president of the association, the national association. So that was something that didn't come from us, but we created that environment which led them to that action. So we have a female who's at the head of the association and there are about 500 tilapia farmers in Fiji. We're currently working with the association in terms of governance, strengthening their governance, having a female president, also helps to bring more females to the table. So we've got two other executive female members. So it's, it's encouraging to see more women stepping up and being more active in a very male-dominated space. They're very quick to learn, they're very eager to learn. But I think there's a lot of women that still need to realize their value and what they bring to the table when it comes to aquaculture. There's a lot of lessons that I'm learning when I'm working with women who are on the ground doing farming. Do you think it helps them having a woman like yourself coming in from an agribusiness background to kind of guide them and to give them some support as well? Yeah, I think it helps a lot to have another woman who's been in the space, who has a scientific background, who has some technical background and now moving into the market space. I think it helps when there's someone there who understands. It, it would be helpful to get a bit more women I know there's women, there's a lot more women out there, but it's just a matter of also bringing them together. What would you like to see going forward in terms of support for smallholders in Fiji? One of the things is to see a lot more agribusiness support, specifically for smallholder farmers. There's a lot of support for small business and small enterprise in Fiji, but specifically for farmers, there's no direct support for farmers. Farmers have a very different context so it's important to have specific support for them but I think another thing too is just to improve the culture of people working together scientists working with policymakers and with uh, farmers and with the general public. Salote so also says any new science agriculture or development initiatives to help producers have to be adapted based on the unique context here in Fiji. She points out that some models for farming or running a business developed in other parts of the world haven't always been a good fit culturally when implemented here. What I'm finding is smallholder farmers are very specific about their happiness, what makes them happy. If what makes them happy is just to make enough to build a house, you know, that has to be <laughs> respected. But then there are other farmers who just want to export. You know, so it's also understanding the financial goals and what makes farmers happy. I think happiness is one thing that, and contentment and joy is one thing that scientists don't measure, but it's an important part when it comes to enterprise development. What makes, what's their motivations? Maybe you can give me a sense of what it's like when you work with people who are coming from other contexts and working here in Fiji, and, and why it's important to have people like yourself who've lived an entire life here and trained here and understand the context culturally here. The first thing is to always appreciate that Fiji is very blessed to have people who want to come here, who are here to offer their resources, their knowledge, their time, their experience. So I think 
um, appreciating that is important, but also nurturing their cultural knowledge also, I guess, is important. You know, the scientists and our collaborators and partners, they come with good intentions, but it's just that sometimes we just need to uh, tell them, okay, if we're going to a community, the concept of time is very different. <laughs> and priorities and, and community life is what takes uh, value there. And so. maybe happiness is more important than making a profitable business. <laughs> exactly, you know, so there's definitely a lot of need for indigenous science and indigenous knowledge around what to us is successful development. And sustainability, especially for one of the things we've seen in development is that sometimes when a project exits, the intervention fails or doesn't continue so it's it's also understanding the pacific context and making interventions that are contextual salute thank you so much thank you very much thank you very much Carl. salute wangaratu wanganabete you've been listening to an abc podcast discover more great abc podcasts live radio and exclusives on the abc listen app